Good evening, guys. Welcome back to another podcast. I don't know by the time this airs whether it will be evening or morning, but whatever time of the day is, I just want to say hello. I'm back again today with another podcast that I'm very excited about to talk about the things, some of the things that young women should know about. As you all know, love makes the world go around and it's Valentine's season and I do hope that you get your flowers, babe. I do hope that you get a message from your loving somebody and if you don't, that's okay we can always love ourselves but even then love is that powerful force that makes the world go around and all of us in some way have either been in relationships or we are looking to go back or we're taking a break whatever that case may be love is just a beautiful thing to have and I just want us to explore with another guest where we talk about some of the things that women should be wary of when we're talking about dating and relationships. So I hope that you guys will enjoy it. To all my returning subscribers, I just want to say so much love to you all. And to if you're new here, I also want to say welcome. Thank you very much for joining me in this episode and happy Valentine's to you all. Stay tuned. Hello, Wangoti. Welcome. Hey, how you doing? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Very okay. clear as well. Okay, I'm using an external mic, so I just wanted to make sure that it's working. How's everything going? Everything is going well. Um, everything is fine. I was at home today, so there was a lot of sleeping and taking lots of naps. So, yeah. <laughs> it sounds like you're showing off because I've been working, so... Uh... I'm not happy for you, actually. No, no. Do you know what? People in the corporate world are never happy for us when we take a nap. But we, we were crazy hours, so taking a nap is a reward. <laughs> no, I hear you. I hear you. Adam. That's cool. I yeah. do take some naps here and there. So Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> How's the family? The family is well, um, mm-hmm. one day at a time. But it's yeah. not easy, but we are able to make it through. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. It's different kind of challenges. I, I think I remember someone saying that blessings don't come free of responsibilities. So oh, yeah. actually, they actually come with responsibilities. That's how I yeah. think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they. I think sometimes you think just because something is a blessing, it comes easy, but it's not always. Yeah. Yep. Uh, that's totally true. Yeah. Well, welcome anyway to my space where we basically just chant about random things that are very close to my heart uh just having meaningful conversations um and i think since the first time i saw you uh, i met you uh you always had a very good sound and very sound advice that i thought this would be interesting to have that conversation with you uh particularly to the kind of people that are on my platform which are mostly young women that are also looking for advice. And some of them would never have the opportunity to have a male figure with Mm. ulterior motive, just say, hey, this is how the world is looking like. Either the people that they meet who tell them something, either want something in return or they, they just are broken and are just looking to spread their brokenness. So it's just to kind of, um, stimulate healthy conversations so that we can all be healthy. Mm. Yeah. No, I appreciate I appreciate that. Uh, you know, um <laughs> I don't know if I make sound points, but I appreciate that you you view No, you do, practice. you I, do. <laughs> I appreciate that. But um, you know, I'm a strong believer in the idea of um of um as iron sharpens iron, so does one man sharpen another. 
that our responsibility is to one another to improve each other. So whatever little nuggets I have, I share so that for the things I've experienced, someone doesn't need to go through them. They can Mm -hmm. just learn from what I've experienced and take something from that. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Anyway, so today I wanted us to talk about basically um, just kind of things that what young women, what things that young women should know or be aware about. Um, so mm-hmm. I always feel like particularly for young women, you are either in a relationship, you're looking to be in a relationship, or you've just come out of a relationship, you're broken hearted, or you're just normally either people tend to be in one of those categories mm-hmm. where, you know, love, unfortunately, as much as we may say, we don't care about it. It, it is a force. And that's why that says there's no greater force than love. And we're all looking for love in some way whether in friendships, whether in romantic relationships, whether in family, we're all looking for love in some way. So mm-hmm. I just think that this is a topic that we should really explore uh, because it's it's one of those things that I think once you reach your 20s, 30s, that is, also, that is probably one of the emanating subjects that is at the very top of your list or whenever, whenever you meet a relative, they want to know what is going on with your love life. So yeah. that's the topic. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, 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 I totally believe that, that uh, the one thing that defines human essence is the idea of connecting with other humans. Mm-hmm. So you've noticed that most people, when they're dying on their deathbed, where they say you have the greatest level of clarity to your life, mm-hmm. no one is asking, can you bring my spreadsheet? Can you bring all these yeah. things that we go through life worrying about? Most of the mm-hmm. times they're asking for their families, their loved ones, because mm-hmm. that's what really matters in life. And one who has, um, actually, I can go on, but uh, there's an experiment that they did in, at Harvard. I think mm. it started in the 1950s. They've been running this thing up to the, to this day to see who are the happiest people. They take mm. uh, uh, they took people from different pools of life, you know, like uh, social class, different um, income levels, different yeah. races and everything, and culture. What they... Come, what they came to the conclusion of is that people who have the best relationships with their loved ones are the happiest people. So mm. relationships are the paramount, it's the most paramount thing that we can have as human beings. Yeah. And I think in, in the same regard, it's also one of those things that, you know, people that are in healthy relationships are the most happiest. And also just also looking on the other opposite side is that a relationship can also mess you up. Oh, yeah. um, that if you're in, if you're unequally yoked in the wrong relationship, it, it has the potential to break you. Uh, mm-hmm. Whereas on the other hand, it's got the ability to build you. So my first question to you is, before you go in the dating scene, what are some of the things that you should be aware of as a woman before you are even with somebody? What would you say from a male perspective? Like this is what we should be aware of before we consider dating. Aware of as in yourself or? Um, yeah, just aware of. So this is me. I'm considering going into dating. I'm not, I'm not seeing anyone, but it's a thought. It's an idea that I would like to be in a relationship with someone. Okay. I think, um, obviously, this one is going to be the obvious one. I think we have shared this uh, to a degree, Mm -hmm. is the idea that you should be prepared. You should know that you're prepared. And you shouldn't be be going into a relationship so that someone else can complete you. 
there mm. should be a level of you feeling that you're complete. Um, I, you know, I went to a Catholic university, so we were required to 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 take theology classes. One of the things that um, my professor, who's a reverend, used to say was, when people when two people get married, they walk in there with their own uh, luggage or baggage of issues. Mm. And we, you come in with yours as a woman, I come in with mine. Yeah. And we put them down in the living room and go like, here are mine. So yeah. you have to try to ensure that you don't have, obviously we're going to have, we cannot be perfect human beings, but mm. there are issues that you can know that you need to work on yourself so that the other person who's coming into the relationship with you is not paying the price of the of the traumas you have you have lived or the traumas that you still have from childhood or mm. even um uh the 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 past relationships because some people some 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 men or some women are paying the the price of your toxic relationships you've had in the past mm. so mm. you have to fix yourself first before you enter into a relationship that's number 1 number 2 i would say there should be clarity in terms of um what you're looking for yeah, you should know specifically what you're looking for, and it's something where, when we talk about it, I think sometimes we talk about do not settle, do not settle. But sometimes yeah. there are things where they're trivial. Mm. I I think last week I watched a video of a girl who was saying I don't know if you saw the video, but I'll send it to you if you if you want it. Basically, one girl was asking the other girl, if you find a good man, mm. you should be able to keep to keep him and she responds with saying well sometimes a good man is not good enough and the girl is like what do you mean she's like well maybe he has everything he has a good job he's a good father he's he's da 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 da, da. but he just doesn't have a good sense of humor mm. you, you know like there are things yeah. that maybe i'm not saying i'm not trivializing having a sense of humor but yeah. there's some things maybe are trivial and you have to look at true values that you have that mm -hmm. you value yourself not based on what society has to told you so i think when you have that sense of clarity now when you meet that person you have to be clear and in terms of where are we going and that's why even when we have discussions let's say on twitter with people mm. and people have these terminologies we're talking phrase i just go like there's no clarity in terms of yeah. what you guys are trying to head to. You know, me and my, my, when I met my wife, the second conversation we had, I told her straight up, uh, listen, because she she even told me like you were you were too forward with me as far as communicating. Yeah. <laughs> I told her like my intentions are noble. I'm trying mm. to see if this thing works out so that we can take it to marriage. Mm. I told her straight up, so there wasn't wasting each other's time. Yeah. Because a lot of times people will go into this dating phase and the other person is just saying, I'm, I'm just here to kick it. And mm. here you are sitting for the next one year thinking this guy is going to take you to marriage when he's just there to kick it because no one actually had a conversation to clarify what it is that we're doing. Before yeah. you get on a bus, you have to know what the destination Where is. Where the bus is going, yeah. Exactly. That's true. Yeah. And I like I like that to say like you you need to you need to like how you did it with your wife because I feel like right now the society if a guy comes in and I think we joke a lot because I think uh particularly the Nigerians they're they're like that they'll meet you first day and then the next thing is I want to marry you <laughs> and people people's like you don't know me and it's like it's like but what do you want but then at the same time 
you are dragged on talking stages and i think recently there's been this yeah. thing now where people are now saying no three months is the maximum because mm-hmm. i ideally say like you should know what you want and some people i just will drag you for as long as you allow them to and mm-hmm. i think i like that analogy to say before you get on a bus you should know where that bus is going and if you're the bus driver and a passenger is trying to go somewhere else where you're not going you should also tell them like hey yeah. this bus is not going that way so yeah i like that so I'm more of a courtship, but I don't know whether that was just because of church influence or growing up in a Christian home. I was always taught to date to marry. So mm-hmm. dating was always uh, with an intention of marriage in the end. And exactly. I have been married before mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm back again. But even then, that was always the thing that I was always taught. So I was never into casual dating. And I think one of the things that if I meet someone and they say, let's just see where this goes, that's a complete turn off for me because I'm like, let's just see who, who who's going to decide. You should know yeah. what you're looking for. Um, so and, and what would you, know you what? say? Sorry, just wanted to interject yeah? uh, on that. Um, you'll see that with most things that we value in life, we never have such an approach to, mm. to. when you go to university, you, just, you don't go to university saying, let's see how this thing goes. Mm, mm. because you value your education mm. you value your career you don't go into the into the job market going like let's see how this thing goes you don't go for yeah. an interview let's see how these things go how this thing goes but how why is it then we trivialize when it comes to dating let's see how this thing no everything that you value highly which i would think that dating with the intention to marry shouldn't be something that you go like let's see how this thing goes let's see how this goes yeah it should yeah. be intentional, yeah. Very so, yeah. So, what would be your view? Are you like, what would be your advice dating versus courtship? Because I think there's there's a lot of people that um, and not to judge anyone or to impose my pre like it's not my preference, but I've heard people that are talking to multiple people at one t- at, in one go, um, and then you know if you then say no no I just want to get to know one person with the intention to marry and they say oh how will you know that this is the right person and I'm like do you need to try as many to know that this is not the right one or shouldn't you base it on your on your requirements so what's your view on like dating versus courtship or do some of you are the same uh, so I'm for courtship because that's how I approached when I was uh on the marketplace right Mm-hmm. It was purely courtship. Uh, so as far as uh, do, can you do multiple people? Uh, if you choose to do that, because you're not going to be, you, I mean, technically you're not held to one person. And if you're mm-hmm. doing it, let's say from a, from a really noble position where let's say there's no sense of intimacy, but just to get to know people, mm-hmm. uh, there has to be transparency between the people who, if you're doing a multiple, like, hey, I'm talking to multiple people, mm. but then you clarify also that, hey, there's no intimacy. It's just me getting to see who's more viable for the mm. intentions I am heading towards. So if, if you want to do that, let there be transparency. It shouldn't be something where someone then finds out mm. that, hey, you're talking to this person and you're talking to me at the same time. But ideally, I would think, I would, I would think it's more, um, it's more optimal to be sequential mm. where you're doing it one at a time this yeah you move on to the next uh simultaneous uh, not ideal not ideal I, I i think even the people you're with won't take you serious so yeah it's ideal to just do it sequentially 
Yeah. Plus, it's also the quality that you're able to provide because I already struggled yes. already with the people in my life. So to be able to avail myself for so many people and engage in very healthy conversations, it will be very difficult um, to do for me personally, um, which is one of the reasons why I wouldn't go that route. But not only that, like, but just to piggyback off the word you use, quality. Mm. There's no realistic, there's there's no realism. If you're a person who considers yourself a, 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 a person of, of standard, there's no way you'll be able to secure multiple women of standard. Mm. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. you having so many women around you, I'm thinking to myself, maybe you're not good at choosing. You know, mm. you make poor choices. Because if you're doing high quality men or high quality women they cannot be that many mm. it's impossible because quality comes in there's a scarcity in quality yeah right now you're on the market right is there an abundance in quality so <laughs> if you're telling me you have an abundance of 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 of, of prospects uh, yeah I'm starting to question you don't see an abundance of that yeah yeah no definitely like yeah quality does get it gets even it gets even fewer um the more you actually look at it and i think the more the more healed you are the more you start to see things you don't even have to tolerate because i think i think sometimes um not sound like shots fired but i think the the more healing you require the more people you're gonna have but once you're healed you can easily see things you don't need to have to talk to someone to find out who they are you can just see like no this is not going anywhere like yeah. just from looking at you and from the way we talk the initial conversation me and you could never get along and there's no need for us for me to stay around and find out i feel like when people stay around it then goes into that line of like are they looking at the potential or are they looking at the superficial like yeah but he's he's tall or he's got money or he's got whatever so you're trying to now put in the things that you're looking for you you now staying around to see if you can find them but you know at the very first instinct like this is not going anywhere oh yeah yeah definitely yeah so my my other question is how do you know if a guy is serious about you because obviously now there's mm. there's there's these times and i saw a video that said that a guy knows within a very short space of time whether you are somebody that they would like to spend the rest of their life with or whether you just yeah let's just hang around so how do you know if someone is serious about you and i think for me this is key like how do i how do i avoid getting my time wasted by people mm. especially guys <laughs> so, so the the number one thing i always tell people mm. is him introducing you to his family and also his friends mm. yeah so but you know we've heard stories of 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 these sociopaths who will come i know exactly they, you know yeah right. they do they, they do exist they do exist where they'll come mm. and they'll introduce you and they actually have a wife you know mm. but <laughs> it, the 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 thing is that is the number one way you can tell then mm. Also, there, there are other things that you can look at beyond that. And it's the conversations that you're having. Mm. You want to see that someone is also talking to you with a sense of having a future with you. 
mm. those conversations. So uh, you you pay attention to it, it's in the simple things mm. like uh, our I would oh, oh, what's your take? Even them asking you questions about what's your take on uh, on 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 taking kids to you know these are trivial things like mm. uh you would you like your kids to be at a christian school would you like them to be at a public school you, these conversations can tell mm. you a lot whether someone is actually vested for the long haul yeah and if they're not they don't have conversations about long term so mm. you always constantly are talking about you know vibes vibes vi- vibes yeah, vibes and vibes someone is not having conversations about serious things that regarding your long-term uh, relationship together, that mm-hmm. that is also a green flag. But then they introduce you to family, that's a good thing at the same time. And also just, um, they also start including you in their plans and decision-making. Mm-hmm. So for instance, let's say I get a job, let's say we both live in London, right? Mm-hmm. And I get a job where I have to move to France. Mm-hmm. I don't just up and leave. I start yeah. having conversations with you. So if I go to France, uh, how's this thing going to work out? Then you yeah. go like, oh, like, what's your plan? Then he goes mm. like, oh, you know, my plan is in the next one year or something like that. But because also remember another thing, like we were talking about other important things in a, person, in a person's life, such as education, career. Mm. Someone has to have what we call in finance uh, a performer. Mm. which is something where you outline in two years, I want to project that I'm going to sell so many widgets in the next three years. We have that even in our personal lives. We go Mm. like in two years, I want to be here. I want to be here. If someone is not having conversations about telling you that they plan to, if you are ideal for them, they plan to marry you in the next one year or so. There's Mm. no discussion. We're just winging it. That's a red flag. So mm. you want someone who who has clarity, just like they have clarity with other things. So you cannot have clarity with your career, clarity with your education, clarity with your investments, but you lack clarity in the in the relationship. I find mm-hmm. that odd. Yeah, yeah, and 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 on and on that point, is the how do you best approach it as a woman? So in terms of if a guy is not giving you clarity, or you know, just saying, oh, let's just let's just go ahead or let's just vibe um but maybe sometimes it's serious maybe you have serious conversations but there's no like dates or anything like oh within a year and then Mm -hmm. if you ask for those times then you know it's kind of given like you're putting pressure on them or you're trying to Mm -hmm. move the thing faster than what it actually is how do you balance the thing of like i just want i just need to know like because someone could say oh i plan to marry in six years and you're Mm -hmm. thinking I'm I'm probably 30 now and by 36 and then if we're thinking of having a family I'm getting old so you know what I mean so that balance of like Don't what I'm say less for. let me answer the question for you. <laughs> say less let me yeah. tell you something like we we're talking about other things we are looking at where people have clarity mm. uh, if you have something that you truly value like um let's say for me like when there's one time there was a there was a there was a land we wanted to buy i'm like mm. this is the land i come to my wife we had just done another project so we don't have money right now we like, mm. like this is the <laughs> land and we had to go to my mom borrow money we went mm. to a mother's mom to borrow money and we finally got the land mm. 
then we obviously we did pay them back. Just wanted mm. to put that out there. Yeah. But the point, <laughs> but the point I'm making is when you have something that you consider as valuable, mm. there's no way you're sitting there and just going like, ah, in the future, somewhere in the future, it's going to happen. You mm. want to make sure that you secure it because you, you, your thought processes, if I recognize the value that this person has, mm. are the people to recognize the value. Mm. So someone who truly finds value in you Want to wants to secure you. Mm. So if they're looking at it like, uh, give me six years, give me because I I engaged my wife in three months. Okay, three months, and the next year we're married. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So the point I'm simply making is because I'm scared someone else might take her. Mm. But if you see a situation where someone is prolonging the relationship. For me, it's a red flag because what it tells me, not in all instances, sometimes there are people who are trying to ensure that maybe they're trying to get their finances right. I didn't have my finances right. I was still in college. We got married. We were like what we consider the IKEA couple. The IKEA couple is a couple where they just don't have it together. They, their mm. money is just simple. They're going to IKEA assembling uh, furniture together. Yeah, there was us when we got married. We used to live in an apartment where, you know, like, like, I I think it's it's I think it's called the Section Eight apartment mm. where you have those people who are being uh, supported by the government to pay yeah. for <laughs> That's a kind of here as well. when we're married and people are like you guys stay here yeah mm. but because I was still in university and I told my wife if we find something more expensive I might not be able to finish my college but mm. the point I'm simply making is I knew I had to secure even though. My circumstances are not perfect, but there are others, obviously exceptions where someone is trying to make sure that they have their ducks in a row. So yeah. that does happen. But there has to be a sense of urgency for someone who truly values you to make yeah. sure that you move on to the next level. Yeah, yeah. And I like that. Um, but um, on the flip side, mm -hmm. um, how do you balance secure securing someone because you have you acknowledge the value that person has and you don't want to lose them versus a thing of you just you're not sure and you just want this person so you don't want anyone else to have them but you're not really i don't know like uh what can i say yeah but that it goes back to the word we're using clarity you like clarity yeah. mm. So, so that means you have to work. It goes back to the earlier conversation of you working on yourself. Yeah. Because, because dating. Remember, it's it's. We are just using this word, but obviously we're talking about courtship, right? Yeah. But let's just use dating marketplace, right? Mm. So, if like any other marketplace, if you mm. are someone who's who's going into a marketplace where uh, you are uh, an accountant. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't be someone who takes forever to analyze a spreadsheet. We yeah. expect you as a specialist of being an accountant to analyze more proficiently and efficiently than just a regular person. So when you mm -hmm. go into the dating marketplace and you have fixed yourself, you have clarity yeah. where you know what you want and you know what you do not want. Mm -hmm. But it has to be in a, from a place of knowledge 
not yeah. a place of ignorance. Mm -hmm. Because like I was giving you an example of some of the trivial things that people put value on. It's a place of ignorance. And there's a pastor who's, who entertains me. I, I just wanted to put it out there. Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a Nigerian pastor who was talking about, you'll find, you it's a Nigerian. So he has an accent, a Nigerian accent. He, he was mm -hmm. talking about, you find a girl who's 21. She told, she goes, pastor, she, she, she's praying to God. And she's like, God, you know what I want? I want a man <laughs> with a big house, a big car, a big this. She's outlining like a thousand things. Mm. Then now when she goes, she's not uh, 28. She goes, pastor, I've reduced my list. I just want a man with that. You know, then when she gets to 35, I, then she just goes like, pastor, just give me a man, a man, a man. You know, <laughs> so... You need to send me that video. Please. I have to look for it. I've been looking for it. I can't find it, but I'll definitely put effort to find it. But you look at 20, in this scenario, you have a 21-year-old mm. who has swung the pendulum to the to one extreme. Then mm. you look at a 35-year-old now who has swung the pendulum to the other extreme as well. A mm. man, a man, a man. Just give me a man. Just anything yeah. now. Anything at this point. And here you have one who's have a whole laundry list of what they want. So yeah. you have to be somewhere where you're truly reasonable in the things you want. Because I always yeah. say, you can talk about the standards you want as a woman, but also mm. remember that the person you're looking for also has a standard. Mm. So do you qualify for the men you want? Because yeah. if we go, if we're a company, me and you, we're a company and we create a widget, let's say it's a cell phone, and we mm -hmm. tell each other, this thing is going to be revolutionary. I think it's the mm -hmm. market is going to love it. We love it. So the market is going to love it. We put it on the market. No one buys it. So that's what sometimes happens as a person, man or woman. Mm -hmm. You can tell yourself. And here you put that phone on the market. You go like, we are selling this for $5,000. 5000 That's all we're selling it for. Then you put it on the market. No one is willing to pay $5,000. Mm. Sometimes as a woman, that's what you're doing. Or as a man, you're going like, these are my standards. These are my standards. But you yourself are not of high standards to qualify for what you're saying you want. Okay. Yeah. I think you're, you're firing shots now. Very. That's, that's why I like you. You're yeah. So, <laughs> so anyone you, who's listening. Mm -mm. So, so that's the point I make that yeah. when we talk about that thing we, we spoke about earlier, work on yourself. You have to make sure. You have to be like what we have to do if we create a phone, we mm. have to do market research first. Are the people who are the consumers of, of cell phones willing to pay 5000 for this phone? Mm. We have to do market research and research, and then we determine ah, uh, they're willing to pay 2000 Yeah. Then we can put it on the market. But they have to, before they put any products on the market, they do that market research. And yeah. sometimes a lot of us, men or women, we go on the marketplace and we haven't done market research and we're demanding things that the other, the level of that man we want or that woman we want, we don't even qualify for. Mm. And you're wondering. And to make matters worse, let me ask you a question. Have you ever seen a Rolls Royce, um, a, a, a TV commercial for Rolls Royce? No. Why? Because they say the, the people who buy them are not watching TV, right? Yeah. Yeah. So here you are. You talk about a woman that you want and all the places you're going going to, you do not encounter that woman. Mm. And you say, that's the woman I want. But you, the places or, or a man that you say you want, 
let's say you say I want a man who earns uh, 200 pounds, 200,000 pounds. Mm. All the places you go to, you never encounter them. Mm. But that's what you want. You see, so these are the things I'm simply talking about that you have to be, you have to be practical with what you're asking for. If you mm. say you want this, then qualify for it. Be in those places. And when you're in those places, learn. Or you can actually find people you can talk to and say, hey, you earn $200. What kind of a woman do you want? I'm just giving. Mm. I'm not talking about finances that it, but yeah. I'm just giving as an example. That talk mm. to those men and say, what kind of a woman do you want? As someone who's a high-earning man, what kind of woman do you want? And if you learn, then you can fix yourself and say, I want to qualify for them. But the lies that we've been told is you are perfectly fine just as you are. Yeah. That's a lie we've been told. Yeah. And I think we've, we, you know, I, I feel like sometimes when you, when you've heard something for a lot of times, you start to believe it and you start to think that it's the truth. And I always think that sometimes we want class and we want to attract people that that are of a certain class but then the people that we're hanging around with like you're saying like sometimes I always see you know it's like girls complain to say oh you know I want a guy that's like this like this and then I'm like go the half the time you're naked on social media Mm -hmm. you are you know you're everywhere and and no no offense to self-love and self-care and body empowerment but Mm -hmm. then at the same time I think we lose that practicality or that real realistic aspect of it to say as much as we may say oh you know i can love myself there are also some maybe that man that you're looking for is very much a person that's reserved and just you may be everything but just the image that you're presenting could also affect that they're not interested to want to know you because they're just like no this is not this is not who i am so i think it's also just how you present yourself the kind of circles that you hang around um and stuff my next question was going to be, how long should you give it before you figure out life together? But then I think you've just said to me, like, you know, when you value something, yeah, I, you do it as soon as you can. I just wanted to add to what you just said uh, before mm. in terms of um, uh, how you present yourself. So there are things where if you're looking for a guy who's in the corporate space and the place, let's say, uh, let's, let's put an extreme example so that it's much clearer. If you're mm. looking for someone who's a politician, you want to date a politician, high-profile politician, Mm. you know the spaces where they go to. There's a level of dignity that they present themselves with. Mm. Then you have, let's say, I'm not, it's not a shot at anyone. I'm just saying within the circle of that, uh, Mm. of that dimension, which is politics, you have nose piercing. You have, someone is going to go like, you won't be the perfect representation of what I do. Mm. You see what I'm saying? So you have to be of the representation of the person you're looking for in terms of mm. uh, your appearance or even the manner in which you speak as well. Yeah. So I just wanted to add that. Uh, what was yeah. your question? Sorry. Oh, no. Sorry, just to piggyback on that, actually, as well. I think I was just thinking, even when you said politician, I just, re- I just thought of the royal family to say even the you know the princesses they have there's a particular way to dress that Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter what you believe whether you believe you can show off whatever you want to show off when you're in that realm there's a certain expectation that you have to keep up if you want to stay within that environment yes definitely 
No. So my next question was like, how long do you give it before you kind of, you know, figure out life together? So maybe, you know, you're in a relationship, I think. Um, so I think I was just saying, I mean, you can add to it, but I think from when I was doing the questions, when you just say to say the sooner when you when you um when you value something, you do not take as long because I've also seen extreme people that have gone 10 years with someone and then they break up and and it's almost as devastating as a marriage because mm -hmm. you've been together that long um and there's this aspect of wanting to have everything together before you you then you then um get on with someone um so it's like you know like that balance of time of like how long do you give it because I think there should really be a, a, a timeline, honestly, because some of the numbers you hear in the streets, you just think, <laughs> how, how did you, like, how mm -hmm. did you stay that long? And, mm -hmm. and then, and then it's, it's the worst thing that you, you, you hear like, oh, I was with him for 10 years. And then the next minute guy meets someone and in a month he's married. Exactly. Yep. So, <laughs> So how uh, how long is going to be really honestly subjective? I, mm. There's no real number that I can place on it. Mm. But um, you yourself, you have to study yourself. Like like we're talking about, uh, you have to treat this as a, as a marketplace. So mm. like you're saying, uh, when we were talking about uh, you're putting a, a widget on the market, you have to know what price you're selling it for. And you have to know how many units we're, we're, <laughs> we, we have to sell. So that has to be clear for you as a person. Not mm. that it, it shouldn't be dictated by the person who's coming into your life. Mm. You have to dictate that and say, hey. Uh, uh, but here's what I will add. Mm. I think you have to, when you communicate these things, like you are saying pressure and all these things, mm. there has to be an essence of, uh, I think there's uh, an under, um, under, uh, underplaying of women wearing a feminine energy. Mm. I think these sensitive conversations, you have to be in your feminine energy because mm. when you put on a, a masculine energy, like, so tell me, uh, how long are we going to be dating until we get married? That's a masculine <laughs> energy right there. And it's going to be combative because if you yeah. speak to a man in, in masculine energy, his response is going to be in, in masculine energy. And I always tell this to my wife. I say, you know, there's one thing that was not clarified in the Bible mm. is when Delilah was asking um, uh, Samson, what gives you strength in your hair? It wasn't mm. simply them sitting down going like, so tell me, what gives you strength? Be honest. Mm. <laughs> you know, then he goes like, <laughs> you know, it's my hair, it's my hair. It wasn't like that. Mm. There was a lot of feminine energy. Mm. Even, because remember when masculine energy used to come to Solomon to, to Samson, they used to fail because mm. he was the strongest man. So masculine energy used to so they knew let's send the feminine energy. Mm. And he would sit down and say, Samson, do tell me. I would love to know. <laughs> you, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. What gives power to, to your hair? I mean, what gives what gives you power? Just you know, and the way she's talking to him, just the energy that loosened him up. Mm, all mm. this time, for all these years, the Philistines were trying to get him using masculine energy and force him now and all these things. Didn't work. Feminine energy was all it took. So yeah. when you're conversing with a man for sensitive things, and here's the thing: you have to code switch. 
when you go into whether your workplace with that masculine energy it requires mm-hmm. us for you to do that we're talking about projection of this we got to do this we got to acquire this company blah 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 you got to put on your masculine energy and talk like that that's how mm-hmm. people respect you in the workplace but when you go home put on your feminine yeah. energy you don't have to yeah. put that corporate vibe i remember i went on a day with a girl who was wearing that corporate vibe i was like oh god I have to be talking about <laughs> work. And there's actually an interview where this one lady asked Oprah Winfrey. I was like, Oprah Winfrey, so when you're with your family, the way you talk, do you, is it, you know, it was a, it was a, it was a journalist, the way you mm. talk on, on your show, is that how you talk to your family? Then, you know, Oprah Winfrey, is a, she's a brilliant lady. So she just fired back and she says, well, you're a journalist. The way you're talking to me, I, I can only imagine. Is this how you talk to your kids? <laughs> you, know, you know, no one talks like that. Yeah. In, your, yeah. in your professional setting, as a journalist or as a politician, no one is talking like that. When I'm at mm. home, and I, I cold switch. Just like yeah. when I talk to my kids, there's a way I talk with my kids. There's a way I talk with my mom. There's a way I talk with my wife. And the mm. same will also apply if you're talking about these sensitive things. Just put on your feminine energy. And you're putting, you're being firm. Mm. Firm, but in your feminine energy, not in your masculine. When you're firm yeah. in your masculine, oh, good Lord. Mm. Good Lord, I'll pray for you. You, 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 <laughs> you, you know? so it's going to be a battle. Yeah. A man wants his senses because a man, when he feels confronted by another man, mm. we know it's war. Mm. Yeah. So when he hears that from a woman, what, what triggers in his mind is it's war. But mm. talk to him in a feminine energy, like, hey, to be honest with you, I don't know how to talk like a feminine person. So I'm just. <laughs> Trying to do the best I can here. Yeah. To then you yeah. say, hey, um, you know, for me, I do not think this whole dating thing should take a long time. And honestly, I value my time. And I really want to take it to the next level with someone mm. I truly care so that we do not waste. I wouldn't want to waste your time. Neither would I want you to waste my time. And remember, mm. this thing also involves our families at this. So I, I don't want to waste their time that they get to know you. I get to I get to know your family. And then we just waste each other's time. So mm. ideally, we should have at least an idea of where we're going and when that destination, where, where the arrival of that destination, the ETA. Mm. So from your position, I'm curious to know what, when would you think this thing would land? Mm. Uh, five years? No, that wouldn't work for me. Honestly, <laughs> you tell them straight yeah. up. It wouldn't. Yeah. It wouldn't work for me. Honestly, mm. the uh, for me, honestly, I value family. I mm. would love to have kids. I would love to have a husband. And five mm. years is just far too long for me to have these precious things that I value. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I, I like that just to say be firm and say what it is because I think yeah. I think there's a lot of um people with abandonment issues, people that are afraid of being alone or being afraid of being left alone. Mm-hmm. That you feel you almost feel like there's a yeah. there's the right answer that you have to say that saying what you want will offend the other person. Um, mm-hmm. but I think it's you know it's realizing that you know if you if that person is not giving you what you want then at least at that point if we're just honest with if they other, value yeah. it, if they value you mm. see? so if they value you they will also value your values mm. 
yeah 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 yeah. no that's true um so we're almost getting to an hour (laughs) yeah yeah i I talk a lot you know me so (laughs) no no no, this is good i think we need you back for a part two definitely especially on on this femininity i just think there's there's so much power in Mm -hmm. being a woman in knowing how to be a woman not just physically but oh, knowing yeah. how to be a woman. So that that needs its on. But I think my last one was obviously going to be the edge, the age pressure. So obviously culturally, um, I fell into that trap of 20s, you do what you need to do, get married, finish mm. uni. You don't even know yourself. Nobody cares about that. Hey, you finish uni, so what's next? The next thing is marriage. It's, it doesn't matter whether you're ready for it or you're not. Um, there mm-hmm. were also some people who got married young that are thriving in their relationships because that worked for them. But there are also some people that I feel like um sometimes just the age number especially to a woman mm-hmm. the moment you mention 30s you're not married you don't have a child it's like you're the fear of god is struck in you like oh you know like it's difficult to have to get pregnant after 30s and there's all these horror stories that you just like it's like a system that you like you're deviating from the system this is not how it's supposed to run what would you say to such a woman uh considering you're looking to be in a healthy relationship you do not just want to be in a relationship with just anybody just for the sake of you're getting older Mm, it's a tough one Because I, I kid you not, uh, just this weekend, I was talking to a friend of mine. Uh, I'm sure he's comfortable for me sharing this. Obviously, I won't share his name. Mm. But he was basically saying, you know, he admires what I did. Because we, like I told you, we are the Akia couple. We married. With, yeah. I got married when I was 26. Mm. So the older you grow in your 30s, the pool of good men or good women shrinks mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it 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 shrinks significantly, yeah. And then in your forties, eyes ah, just shrink. So he was just going like, I am struggling to find because now he's. You think about it, he's um he's looking for an Adventist. Mm. He's vegan. He's looking for a vegan. Oh dear, it's even so, so they just to find that. So just to find that person who matches you in all those categories that you have, mm. it's just gonna be tough because. Everyone else has already been picked in the late 20s. So when you Mm. get into your 30s now, because there's this thing where we're going like, oh, because you're in your 30s, it's because men don't want you. It's not, sometimes it's not necessarily that. It's simply that Mm. the pool is significantly shrunk because all Mm. of the people are off the market. Yeah. It's like you get to a market when everyone else is already. At the end of the day. (laughs) Yeah. So, so what I can say is, you you have to it, it depends what you truly value right because mm-hmm. i always tell people like for me career is not something i i don't even call what i do as a career mm-hmm. i call it a job yeah because for me it's simply it's merely a tool that i use to finance which is the one the the true thing that i care for which is my family mm-hmm. so you have to review and face the realities of where you are in your life. So when you cannot then choose to opt to go with a bad man. So mm. there are things where you can go like, this is going to be a good man. And one thing I'll add, let me just add this. When I was a when I was when I was not married, I, mm. I wasn't like an ideal boyfriend. Mm. 
I was boring. I, I don't want to lie to you because the way yeah. I dress, you know, you already know the way I dress. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wasn't as good as I do it now, but I used to be that guy who goes to a party with a necktie. And I'm like, yeah. this dude, what's wrong with this dude? You know, the women would look at me funny. But you yeah. see, what they didn't recognize is I would I would possibly make a good husband. He just mm. sucks as a boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> He's not that guy. He's not the cool guy, you know, but as a husband and as a father. So that's something that you have to consider. Some people just don't suit well as being a a, a cool boyfriend, but Mm. could make a cool father, could make. And another thing is a lot of times we are looking at someone where we share certain interests, like hobbies, like I like to work out. I like to play chess. I like hiking. I'm looking mm. for someone. Who... Let me tell you something. The many hobbies that we have, me and my wife, uh, when do we get to do that? Yeah. <laughs> the majority of the time, it's we are dealing with values. Mm. What are we doing with these kids? What are we? Where are we? What are we doing with budget? What are values mm. is what we're dealing with, not hobbies. These are trivial things. And mm. I'll tell you, like for me. I had to learn to appreciate classical music because I'm married to a musician. Mm. I had to learn to, because now I'm being exposed to what I wasn't exposed to. And then you start appreciating, you know, now she, without even her playing the music, the music that I'm playing, her music I am playing because I've come to appreciate it. But had it been the idea that me, I love martial arts, which is what I love. I used to take my wife and we would watch martial arts and she, she doesn't enjoy seeing blood, but, it's it's a thing where we have we 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 didn't necessarily like each other's hobbies like that, but yeah. as we are married, we start sharing those hobbies and we mm. end up liking them. So what's more important is to establish if you guys have the same values. For me, it was yeah. three things: religion, uh, political views, and culture. Mm. These were the three uh, pillars that I try to make sure best that we align. You know, mm. I'm an Adventist. I didn't want someone who's eating pork in the house. So yeah. <laughs> it would have been a problem. Or the, the, I go to church on Saturday. She wants to go on Sunday. Problematic. Mm. So those things, I felt that they were, couldn't be compromised. But some things, honestly, can be compromised. And I think sometimes people, what they consider as values, they're not necessarily values. They're just things that, honestly, are not that much valuable in a relationship. Yeah, yeah. No, thank you very much. Any last word? Last word. Uh, who am I talking to? It's it's, it's, oh, it's very difficult to, because talk, talk the different young, ages of people. Yeah, so you're talking to a young woman, maybe who is not in a relationship. Young, okay. If you mm-hmm. like, if I'm talking to someone who's young in their twenties, don't be afraid to to get married young. Mm. It's been something that I feel there was a point where women were not being, were not be, it wasn't promoted to women to get an mm-hmm. education, to get a career. So to mm-hmm. correct that issue, I think we swung the pendulum to the extreme opposite side. Yeah. To say, focus on your education, focus on your career, focus. Then we for the, a lot of, especially my generation, they were foregoing starting a family. Mm. Then when they got when they got into their thirties and forties, they realized and the pool beca- shrinks significantly, like we said. So mm. do not be afraid to get married even while you're in school. You can, mm. like we did, 
while I was while while we I was married, my wife she has already done her masters. I was still doing my undergrad. But what mm. we did was we said we're not going to have kids. Mm. We're married. Uh, what I'll do is once I graduate, I have the ideal job. Then we can start having kids after that. Mm. So the thing I think, at least for me, I think that spoils people to be able to pursue the the ideal career that they want is maybe mm. the kids. But to be married, not necessarily. And yeah. if you have someone who you marry, who's understanding, who really cares for you, they're willing to to say, let's be patient with the kids. We understand. Yeah. And they, they're logical enough to recognize that maybe it's not the ideal time. Yeah. So don't be afraid of marriage uh, while you're young, but uh, do not hold off too long. I think it's a lie um, that was told to a lot of women. And not a lie, but it, it has worked for some people, obviously. Mm. We have to acknowledge that. But it is a it's a, it's a dangerous it's a risky it's a risky thing it's a risky mm. thing that's yeah I'm yeah well thank you very much Uncle T for coming onto my show and explaining very deep gems uh, some subtle shorts which we fired <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm still stuck no. on you need to make sure you qualify for the men that you want <laughs> I'm stuck on that <laughs> oh my goodness you're gonna get me in trouble so but, I'm stuck sorry. on door door I'll protect you they'll never find you. Um, but yeah, no, thank you very much. I, I honestly think that um, when I was in therapy a couple of years back, they uh, mm-hmm. one of one of the things my therapist said to me was saying, you need to get used to having conversations with the opposite sex that mm-hmm. you have now interest in just have interest, you know, have conversations, because I feel like the, the age that we're going the person that you're talking to, you have the intention of dating them that we're so much stringent on like dating. Are you, do you like me or do you not like me? That we don't actually know how to have a conversation, but when you get used to surrounding yourself with masculine energy, you understand how they think, you understand what they say, you're able to be in, you know, you can see things that just because a guy says hi, you don't just automatically think that, oh yeah, they like me. Um, and that's part of this year for me. It's like we need to get used to hear from the other side. Because when we're doing women's conferences, we lie to each other. No, 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 no. Eh, men, men can do this, but it doesn't matter. And it's like we're feeding each other with all these things that are not true. Mm. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's like, no, I would like a healthy man. So if you want a healthy man, what, what other way can you do you go to the host you go right where they are and find out mm-hmm. how do you how do you do, you know how do you see this person so no thank you very much for coming you definitely coming pleasure. back for that feminine energy feminine how to speak to a man i need to, we need to talk about that because yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm not an expert in feminine energy. No, 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 not from the other side. From the yeah, other from side. the other side. Oh, yeah, most certainly. I can share my two cents on it. Uh, but yeah, thank yeah. you for having me. It was truly a pleasure. I, I don't know everything. I don't know much, and there's still things I'm also still learning and growing. So, yeah, uh, yeah, I can share the little I have, and I appreciate yeah. you having me. No, thank you for sharing the little that you, the 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 little in quotes, which is a lot to us. <laughs> Um, so yeah thank you and i hope that you have a blessed evening today thank you so much you too take care all right bye